What are you? Without me! <laughs> I am a part of you all. You can never defeat me. We are brothers. Tim Curry is the best part of this movie. And he plays the darkness. Actually, mm-hmm. not the dark. It just darkness. darkness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I loved it. Imprisoning me. All that I see. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute horror. <laughs> Why are they always falling asleep? Why are the women shit? always falling asleep and they're like, I need some man to wake me up? <laughs> <laughs> they're just like... These chefs are cutting up people, but they have a very organized uh, kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's not one dirty dish in that entire no. place. They keep a tight shift. They're like <laughs> cutting up bodies and just <laughs> keeping everything clean. Hang out with the family, having ourselves a party. Hey, and welcome back to this week's edition of Mixed Movie Reviews. This is our bi-weekly bi-racial podcast where we discuss, roast, reminisce, and talk about movies from our childhood. Uh, I am Singleton, here with my siblings, Isabel. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all did that. Yeah, no shit. Shut <laughs> And I'm Taylor. If this is your first time listening to us, or your 10th time, or your 20th time, uh, let us know what you think. Leave us a comment on Google or Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at Mixed Movie Reviews. So, awesome. what are we talking about? I know it was my choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you guys to raise me up. Uh, <laughs> 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 going into this, uh, I chose the movie Legend from 1985. I had a major case of nostalgia blindness, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry. So I want to take this moment to apologize to both of you. And anybody out there who loves Legend, I am not saying anything about your taste in movies, just that it wasn't for me. <laughs> so I mean, He's speaking directly to me because I still love those movies. I mean, I still <laughs> liked it. It's been a good, like, ten years since I've seen this, but mm-hmm. I would watch it again. Like, if it's just something on, like, in the background. Yeah. Yes. So, I feel like nostalgia blindness is only for the person who picked the movie. <laughs> it's like... Mm. <laughs> yeah, where I feel... Me, personally, I feel as if I, I used up my choice in a, in a bad way. Uh, and... I kind of liken this to myself and country music where I won't turn the channel like if it's just in the background, like you were saying, if it's yeah. just on, but I won't go and like seek it out to mm-hmm. put it on. So, yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I know. So he only know. has a mild case of the wintertime blues. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, still the parts that I remembered that got me to choose the movie, I enjoyed it's just the whole like lead up and everything in between those small parts where I was just like, this is kind of tough for me to get through. But yeah. and it's a little campier than I uh, than I remember it mm-hmm. being, especially with like the goblins, um, <laughs> the goblins that rhyme oh, all the time <laughs> and then disappear. <laughs> like, and then you're just like, where did they go? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that mm. they yeah. just don't show up the last like 20 minutes of the movie. Nope, not at all. 
No, it's Dang, like more there's... more like the last half of the movie. Is it? Because once they get to the tree, or once they capture the unicorn, yeah. that's the last time you see them. Yep. That's, that's literally really random. In both versions, the director's cut and the theatrical. And they just <laughs> go just off like, and you just know. Bye. <laughs> okay. Although one of the goblins, Blix, I thought, I still think he's like the coolest looking thing. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a female who plays mm-hmm. Blix, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Know, and the way they did cool. the voice, it was kind of uh, like synthesized, mm-hmm. like very high. And yeah. Did it sound similar to anyone else in the movie? I don't know. Because it's Gump's voice. Oh. What? That's the same person. Oh, that's weird. I'm... They changed the voices around of the characters. It's like the person who played Gump did the voice for Blix in the like German version okay. or something. And then for the theatrical and the director's cut... The person who was Blix did the voice for Gump. Interesting. So why did they do that? You got fucking me. I mean, as Ridley Scott, he probably has some weird <laughs> fucking philosophical reason for choosing that. Yeah. And like you mentioned, it was directed by Ridley Scott, which has done Alien, Blade Runner, Gladiator. So he has some big name movies under his belt. Yeah. This Jesus. one, not so much. So uh, I believe it was a box office flop. And... Thinking about it, the movies that we've chosen mm-hmm. seem to be box office flops, but we love them. They're yeah. the ones that stick with you. Yeah. I love it. Well, I think it's, we also, most of the movies that we watch, I mean, I was born in 88, so a lot of the like 80s movies or 90s movies, I would not have seen in person. Mm-hmm. So I'm only experiencing those movies like at home. So yeah. I get to enjoy them like that versus like, what the news is telling you or like movie critics are telling you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I made my own assumption. Yeah. As like a nine year old. So you see him on the small screen. This one I remember seeing in the movies. I think mom took me to go see this. And it was across, it was across the street nice. at awesome. Studio 35. I saw so many movies at Studio 35. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that was the movie house to be all movie houses i just i loved walking into that theater the mm-hmm. way it does not look anything like it used to mm-hmm. no but yeah. it smells different too it does <laughs> i always like the smell of like beer and like popcorn yeah and just kind of like and just dank darkness yeah that theater was always dark yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah it was always dark but it just like had a certain smell and a certain like nostalgia Mm -hmm. but like you go into it now and i'm like "Ah, i'm good (laughs) yeah like i don't go there that often it's a it's a nice establishment Mm -hmm. but it's it's a lot more focused on the bar aspect which is is good oh fibonacci's is great fibonacci's (laughs) (laughs) there you go i think it sounded amazing yeah yeah there was no fibonacci's there when i went and i can't remember if you got to go over there during the day when you were like real young but mm. mom used to work over there, mm-hmm. and I got to go over when she would, like, open up the theater. So I'd run around with a cup. I'd get, like, a little bit of each soda in my cup. <laughs> You're a like, suicide. my belly hurts. <laughs> yeah, <a> suicide. <laughs> um, and then I'd, like, run down into the theater and watch cartoons. Like, they put awesome. that cartoon reels mm-hmm. on and then leave. Well, I so. remember seeing movies, like, on the balcony. I don't know if we got... Yes. too much stuff but it was always kind of fun to mention like oh my mom's gene hicks or something like that like as like i got older mm-hmm. because then i'd still get free stuff mm. man i think they have like the best nachos 
They did. They did. They really right? did. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the best nachos and jalapeno. Mm. Perfect. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Love nachos. <laughs> Freaking love them. <laughs> nachos. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it would have been pretty cool to see this movie, like, on the big screen. So, mm-hmm. as much as, like, you have nostalgia, <laughs> blindness. Yeah. I have nostalgia remorse right now. <laughs> If if anything from this movie is to like stick with you, it's easily Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry is the best part of this movie, and he plays the darkness. Actually, mm-hmm. not the dark, it just darkness. darkness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I loved it. Imprisoning me, all that I see, <laughs> <laughs> absolute horror. <laughs> yeah, Tim Curry still has a hold on me. I was like, ah, you got me. Still, oh, his voice is so good. It's so good. Yeah. I'd be okay to be a darkness princess, but that's fine. She didn't want that. I would have been okay with that. <laughs> as long as I get that dress. He's like, drink. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll sit here and have a conversation <laughs> with you. That's grape Kool-Aid. <laughs> but you got to eat human stew. Ugh. Yeah. That's, okay. I thought about that. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I could be like. The Princess of Darkness, that would that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But then I was like, oh, man. I got to eat that guy. They got like crow human <laughs> like crow human pie. And I was like, oh, you guys don't have like, mm-hmm. like Just pork crow or pie? You guys don't have like mind, chicken thanks. or pork? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where my mind went. <laughs> I was oh like, ah, I'd still do it. It's You're fine. like arguing with the chef of, the, of darkness. <laughs> No, I don't want it made like that. That's Vegetables. <laughs> Potatoes. Oh my Anything. God. So, but this movie is essentially about darkness wanting to create eternal night. There's this battle of good and evil, light and dark, that most mystical movies like this typically have. Yeah. So this movie is about Ganondorf who wants the Triforce. <laughs> And he captures Princess Zelda, and then it's up to Link to fight him and defeat evil. Is that the parallels? Dude, that is. What's funny is when I looked up some fun facts about this movie, Mm -hmm. one of the first ones that popped up was people criticizing it for being exactly like The Legend of Zelda. Uh. And people were like, Shigeru Miyamoto, did you you get inspired by Legend? (laughs) He's like, I don't know what that is. And he's just like, Nani? No, but there are so many freaking parallels, and I'll get into them as we go. So because we typically turn to IMDb for the synopsis, we read that first. Mm-hmm. I, in my feeling, in my remorseful feeling after watching this movie, I just turned to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay? <laughs> Solid. So, You're like, I hate this movie so much. <laughs> hate, not so... I wouldn't say hate, it's just... It wasn't what I expected, what I thought, and I it was just like a, a bit of a letdown for me. Yeah. There are the parts like with Tim Curry and whatnot that I remembered that I didn't realize they were maybe 10% of the, the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the synopsis is darkness seeks to create eternal night by destroying the last of the unicorns. Jack, which is played by Tom Cruise, and he's like a nature boy, right? Link. So he's just kind of lives out in the woods. <laughs> Link. Yeah. Link. Yeah, what he's did you Link, like okay. to know, nature boy? <laughs> So Jack and his friends do everything possible to save the world and Princess Lily, which is played by Mia Sara. Zelda. Okay. <laughs> Ted is like, so, trust me, so many <laughs> parallels. So much. So save the world and Princess Princess Lily 
from the hands of darkness. Enter a world of unicorns, magic, swamps, dwarves, and rainbows. <laughs> I didn't see a fucking rainbow I in know, this movie. I know. It says rainbows. Bullshit. But, but also, no, hold like, on. There's a rainbow. One at the, out of ten. There's a rainbow at the end when they're like walking away. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Whack. But, but uh, it's not a world of rainbows. It's just a rainbow. Also, yeah. just like it's like unicorns and goblins and fairy folk and swamps. <laughs> and hoiches. <laughs> and hoiches. <laughs> but it does say magic swamps. I don't think I've ever so been a to a swamp, swamp where I've been like, man, it's magical in here. <laughs> well, it does have like, a bog witch. <laughs> it does. The bog it witch. does have a bog witch. A water hag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tom Cruise plays the hero of the movie, mm-hmm. Jack. That's debatable. but yeah. Well, okay. It's also like the plainest names possible. What's Jack? Lily. Princess Lily. I guess. Lily, <laughs> well, it's just like uh, my name's Jack. Be like, all right. But if he's a simple woodland person, like, what do you want his name to be? Simple Jack Gump. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. You get that right? Yes. Yeah. Dropping. <laughs> yes, you get that. Do not, God, do it. not talk like him. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know what his name would be, but it's like something like. Like fifteenth century magical, like fairy ass. Yeah. Like he's like, of the woods, and like it's Link like, or something. <laughs> <laughs> like forest. Kid this movie or did come like out that. a year before the first Legend of Zelda. That's crazy, huh? That's real weird. Yeah, yeah, because this is eighty five. It came out in eighty. Whoa, I didn't know Legend of Zelda came out that early. Mm-hmm. Wow, weird, weird. I know there's a lot of parallels. Wicked weird. (laughs) Okay, so what are the main parallels? You keep hinting at this. What are some of the main parallels besides the characters? Link and Jack and Zelda and Lily. Is Darkness Ganondorf? Yeah. Or Uh, Ganon, if you want to go there. Oh, I don't know. Well, you just did. (laughs) So Ganondorf is the human embodiment of evil. Okay. Ganon is the pig form, I guess you could say. Like the more more pure (laughs) form. What are, why More, is that so funny? I don't know. I've, I've never explored like Zelda. The most I know about Zelda is like that creepy moon and that Zelda. Oh, so Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> the it's, newest Zelda game. Isn't there a moon that has like a creepy face on it and it oh, smiles that's, at that's you? Oh, that's Majora's Mask. That, okay, okay oh, we right, just have to so. pause real quick and say that this show is about legend, the movie. Yes. Not but we are drawing legend, parallels. But we're just Zelda. talking <laughs> the legend about of Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. But. So Link, the character, the main character that you play as, yes. is Jack. Like he's usually grown up in a forest. He's usually, uh, I don't know, simple, pure hearted. Like those are all characteristics. He's just living his life in the hero. woods. He's like, I love forest creatures. Is I he love, an elf? I love woods. Uh, he's a Hylian. But they all have pointy ears. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. People say... Freaking whatever. video game nerd. <laughs> whatever. People people say that Hylians are basically elves, but I've always thought of the Zoras as elves because yeah. they're like artisans. Okay. And they are very like, I don't know, pure in their craft <laughs> and shit. Okay. You just introduced me together. to two separate... <laughs> you introduced me to two separate... Creatures, <laughs> and I don't know either. You can find the Zelda talking of the director's cut of this episode. <laughs> okay, so Jack is Link, yes. the main character. Mm-hmm. Got it. Princess Lily, mm-hmm. which they never even show a castle. They never show any of her like 
you know, they're just people like she's that, a princess. Yeah, and she's just wandering through the woods one day. That's what I do. But she is Zelda. Okay. And darkness is Ganon. Okay. Okay. So, I think the biggest thing about the parallels is darkness's speech at the end, where he's just like, "I'm always going to be there. Yeah. There's always going to be light and darkness." It's pretty dope. Speech. Which in the lore of Zelda, there's you know the Triforce, which is wisdom, power, and courage. And those things are eternal. Like, they're always there. Yep. So whenever they defeat Ganon, it doesn't matter because he's going to show up again yeah. eventually. And that's pretty reminiscent of how it works. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the whole thing at the end of the movie where Lily's, like, asleep and then she has to be woken up. That's, like, just right yeah. out of the last part of the game. I mean, it's out game. of every fairy tale possibly known to man, so. Yeah. And then, like, some other ones, it's like, why are they always <laughs> falling asleep? Why are the women always falling asleep and they're like, I need some man to wake me up? (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, (laughs) I got these lips. (laughs) Feel like, I don't know, I'm tired of being a. (laughs) I'm tired of your shit. That's why I'm I'm asleep. (laughs) Tired of being captured. I'm just going to fall asleep. Kiss me, you fool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. But then Jack gets a new tunic and a sword, which is. Gold. And all. Yes, it is gold. And it's made of bottle caps. Fun fact. (laughs) Is it? Smash bottle cap. That looks, I mean, it looks pretty sweet. It looks yeah. pretty sweet. And then he's followed around by a fairy. But also... <laughs> like a hobo knight. <laughs> <laughs> it's bottle cap chain mail. <laughs> this is my chain mail. <laughs> <laughs> he just carried his like, little hobo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like fighting other... <laughs> like, I don't know what he is. He's just like hitting like, a tree with his sword. <laughs> Take that! Take that! <laughs> He carries his bindle on the tip of his sword over his shoulder. <laughs> oh my god! But those are those are the main parallels. Cool. So just awesome. the characters, not like the storyline or anything. I mean, it's in a forest. There's a forest in Zelda. I don't fucking know. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I could, I could definitely get way more deep about it, as you know. But I won't. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm glad that you're not getting deeper into this, even though you can people out there he can't get deeper into this (laughs) he's like i want to avoid talking about this movie you can't do that (laughs) that's what you're trying to do uh tell me about uh ganondorf again what's he wear yeah so what about that pig uh (laughs) zelda right doesn't zelda turn into chic whoa first off spoilers what (laughs) (laughs) this game's been around since 86 well, it's only in one game. Where Did I say it right? It. Yeah. Sick. Awesome. That was always <laughs> my uh, character I would no, play she. with on... Um, oh, in Smash. Uh, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Wasn't good at it, but... Uh, it's top tier. <laughs> top tier character. It's pretty cool. So... Man, we have talked about legend so little in this episode. <laughs> of Zelda. So it's going to be like, uh, this is uh, the episode I was real excited about. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Why the hell are you yawning so much? It's like you're I'm over tired. here and you're talking, and then we start recording. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think I'm tired. I just don't think my brain's getting enough oxygen. So there's two scores to this movie. One, what is by Jerry Goldsmith, okay. which is in the director's cut and foreign versions, which is the one that I'm least familiar with. Okay. The theatrical version, which is what we grew up on, is done by Tangerine Dream. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the pioneers of like electronic music in general. Yeah. So 
I did not know that, but I was presently pleasantly surprised <laughs> by that. I'm presently here. <laughs> I did look up a video of Tangerine Dream doing the main song, mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, they're old. Yeah, they're, they are, they've been around since 66 or 67. Yeah. But they just like are on stage in like Germany, just mm-hmm. chilling, making music. And I was I like, that's awesome. I did see that. It was the concert. It was like a YouTube clip. Yeah, of it looked really cool. It's like, it. man, that'd be cool to do. Now, no. I always thought this music was done by Yes. Was there a crossover between like the lead singer of Yes singing with Tangerine Dream for yes. this? John Anderson, okay. I believe was yeah. his name. He yep. did the song at the end. Okay. Correct. That's how I remembered it. And I remember dad going off and just like, this is awesome because he loves Yes. Mm-hmm. So, actually. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like one of those weird things. Like, the Never Ending Story theme song, like, the words are done by the artist from this band called Kashikugu. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's random. Like, I only know one other song by them. And then this guy does this song, and you're like, oh. Yeah. You and the rest of the world know one song yep. by the band. <laughs> But yes, I do. I do like Yes as well. But yeah, little fact. So three years after this movie came out, mm-hmm. Yes was my first concert that I went to. Nice. In 88 at Veterans Memorial. Oh. Boom. On a school night, Wednesday. Taylor and I have also <coughs> seen Yes in concert. Mm-hmm. I think they were a little, like, I think mom and dad were a little disappointed in how bad they were. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. He came when did out, you go? Uh, we went to Polaris. It was Polaris Amphitheater, amphitheater. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, I it was just, yes in Kansas. Yeah. I just remember being in concert, like, listening and being like, smells like weed. <laughs> like, All I remember is dad being like, ugh, I don't like this concert that yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like this. I mean, those are two powerhouse bands for back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, I, it's just people reliving, like, that Trying scene. to relive that yeah. scene i i couldn't see the the stage half the time because of the people in front of me but yeah. <laughs> just like i'm just a little kid watching this concert yeah. being like i don't know any of the words to this song <laughs> mom nope. and dad would tell you like we're gonna show you that crazy shit we got into it's gonna be just like back in the 70s oh my god it's like oh it's just a whole bunch of old people just they like don't us. move around as much mm-hmm. they don't really hit those notes no yeah no, no there go. it's fine what got me excited to watch this movie is not just Tim Curry, but just like the set design and the costuming. Yeah. Like that got me really excited. It is visually a gorgeous movie. Yes. Like all the sets are made. This movie reminded me of, I would say, back in the 80s in school, we had Trapper Keepers. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. There were unicorns <laughs> and like all these like mystical oh, yeah. fairy things. Like, if a movie was a Trapper Keeper, it'd be, like, one of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> if a movie was a wolf shirt, <laughs> this is what this would be. <laughs> yeah. But, as you said, Tim Curry was amazing in this. And this movie really starts off in Darkness's lair, mm-hmm. I would say, which is in the base of this giant tree yeah. in a boggy-ass, nasty swamp. And this is where I hit the first memory as a kid of a guy getting chopped up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jeez. it's like this giant sprawling kitchen, and this guy's laying on this slab just being chopped up. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> great screaming, memories. Screaming. <laughs> top. This guy's being chopped up. Obviously, that just sets the tone for how dark and uh, creepy. 
Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but Darkness lays out the entire plot of the, the movie mm-hmm. pretty yep. much right here. He calls in his goblin Blix and essentially tells him to go find this unicorn, cut the horn, bring me back the horn. That way I can start creating eternal night because yeah. he's battling against light. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blix goes off and he has a group of two other goblins, Pox and Blunder, mm-hmm. and they are in search of the unicorn now. Yeah. And unicorns are supposed to be this magical creature that are 100% good. They don't have any evil thoughts. They don't know any type of hardship, heartache, or whatever, and they're just pure beings, mm-hmm. pretty much. And You're telling me that those unicorns, just at one point in their life, were just never like, man, a partner's kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> naggy today. <laughs> Is that a joke? What? Nag. Naggy. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> you did it. I just got my own joke. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible horse noise. It's just like, <laughs> it's just me moving. <laughs> 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 Sorry to all the horses out there. <laughs> all the horses listening. Sorry. In contrasting, you now meet Princess Lily. Running yeah. through the woods, if anybody on the shooting of this had any type of allergies, <laughs> hay fever or whatever, they yeah. were totally fucked because there is stuff in the air all over the place. Yes. It's like seeds, pollen, ragweed, whatever, and like... Pounds and pounds of glitter just falling from the sky at any given time. Yeah. Okay. Jesus somebody so had to get a glitter. bunch. Somebody had to get a bunch of that in their eye during shooting. Oof. But Lily's running through, and she screws with this like villager woman that she knows, and they start talking about like, "Oh, you're going to go meet Jack. I'm in love with him." Blah blah blah. I kind of get a sense of Lily is like this highborn, but she doesn't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. She just wants to live her life without rules. <laughs> and you're like, no, oh, okay. Yeah. Ruin Which, people's laundry, steal her crumpets. Yep. Yeah. So getting into it, Lily as a person, I always felt was really selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for her to be in love with Jack and for Jack to like not see this, I thought was really odd because he is a, a person of the woods. He is pure at heart, too. And he takes her to go and see this special surprise. Yeah. Okay. They spend the day together, but he alludes to like, hey, I have something to show you at the end. And he takes her to go see these unicorns. Mm -hmm. Yep. And here is when everything kind of hits the fan as Lily kind of shows that she is not as pure a heart as she lets on to be. She's like, I need to go touch it. Like, if you see a unicorn... (laughs) I, I'd i be compelled to, like, I gotta go fucking touch that unicorn. I don't know <laughs> if I would. I'd be afraid it would attack me. It just gores you. It's like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> We've all seen Gavin in the Woods. <laughs> we know how that works. <laughs> uh, I actually haven't, but... What? It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I've seen so many clips from it, but I've never actually watched it myself. Okay. We have to see Cabin in the Woods. The three of us have to sit down and watch Cabin in the Woods. It's very... Like, I did... I listened to a deep dive on it. Side note. Yeah, yeah, listened fine. to a deep dive this week, and I was like, oh Wait, my god. Wait, this is a side note? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't staying good? <laughs> but I listened to a deep dive of Cabin in the Woods. It's very interesting. I was like, oh my god, this makes so much fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And it went over all the monsters that you see in it. I was oh, like, yeah. this is so fucking cool. Oh yeah. I love it. Um, what? You have a piece of glitter on you? Legends! Legends! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you, do you see uh, it? I do. Okay. Is it like on my face? It's just one. Oh my god, you have one in your beard. God, no. It's what? like a piece of red glitter. Jesus Christ, you magical bastard. <laughs> You be a podcaster and not know the gump? <laughs> well, I will say that's not the first time that glitter has showed up in random places. Mm-hmm. For months and months and months after any show, any festival that I go to, I find random glitter places. I was shining my shoes the other day and there's a random piece of glitter sitting there. I'm working out downstairs and like on the mat, there's glitter. It's like, hey, remember oh, well. me? <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy night that was. Yeah. You're like, get out of here. I'm trying to sous vide my pork belly and it's just filled with glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and check and I open up the bag. It's just like <laughs> glitter bomb. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my gosh. In the director's cut, she sings to the unicorn. <laughs> okay. Like as she's walking towards that her. whole scene, there's like a unicorn that charges her and she like ducks down and she's like trying to protect herself because she's scared Mm -hmm. and then she sings to it and like tries to coax it everything in the director's cut just takes longer to happen so weird and it's just so i mean from seeing the theatrical version so many times it just feel like everything just feels like it's dragging its feet (laughs) i'm so used to i mean maybe it's the american way or whatever but it just felt like Everything was just extended by an unnecessary amount like of time. Like it didn't need to be. Yeah. And while she's coaxing the unicorns, Blix and his crew shows up and tags one of them with like a poison dart. Yeah. And that's when everything starts to go to shit. Jack realizes that he fucked up real bad. <laughs> I like that Jack during this is like slowly getting up and basically is like just this bitch yeah peace there's a point like, where he just fucking walks yes, away he just leaves her he's before like, she's even road. touched the unicorn he starts walking away mm-hmm. yeah. he's like oh this is probably gonna end bad badly <laughs> and then he reams her for it. it's like bitch you're the one who brought her like <laughs> I mean, yeah it's like yeah she probably couldn't shouldn't have touched the unicorn but she did but also it's like it's an animal yeah, but it's a magical animal with magical powers. And I guess it's it's one of those things where if somebody that is not pure of heart, which she Lily's supposed to be, but she yeah. did this selfishly, yeah. touches the unicorn, then now it's like unpure. Mm-hmm. And you just, just want it to be pure. pure. Impure. <laughs> Impure. <laughs> yeah. Blix tags the unicorn and they essentially track it. Yeah. Okay. During this time of them tracking the unicorn, Jack is talking with Lily at the top of this cliff or whatever about how they can't be together. Mm-hmm. And she wants to marry him. He wants to marry her, but he's like, I'm just a nature boy. Like, what? <laughs> like, what's your family going to say? I live out in the sticks, literally. <laughs> My currency is acorns. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes off a ring and. God, Lily's such a bitch. She takes off her ring and she's like, I'm going to marry anybody who gives me this ring, who finds this ring and chucks it into the lake, okay? And Jack jumps off the cliff, but like when she looks over the cliff at him falling, she's like, oh, Jack, don't. But like she's looking at him like, yeah, go get that ring. (laughs) Yeah. But also like. And then she screams at him like he just died or something. Yeah, it's like, I'm pretty sure he knows how to swim. Yeah. There's no way I'd be in the forest for that long and not know how to swim. He could be a tree (laughs) person. Yeah, but you still need to, like, bathe and stuff. 
Just without drowning. <laughs> without drowning? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. Oh, no. I can't swim. <laughs> I can't swim. Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. So while he's diving down for this ring, Blix, Pox, and Blunder find the unicorn and chop off its horn. It instantly turns to winter in the forest. Things are frozen. Animals, people are frozen. There's three feet of snow everywhere, and Jack <laughs> so is trapped under the ice. Yes. Okay, so he comes up. He finally breaks through, no. and Lily's fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. She dipped. Yeah, she's like, she oh, shit, he's dip. gone. Got to go find another one. <laughs> but he breaks through, and he's kind of discombobulated and just goes wandering off into the woods. Right? Lily's running around because she's scared. She doesn't know what's going on. And she happens across the villager, Nell, in the beginning, and she's frozen in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, shit, what did I do? She knows that she did this. You fucked up. You <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> then the goblins are coming for that house. So she hides, and they lay out the entire plot. Rhyming. Right, right underneath them. <laughs> Rhyming away. <laughs> <laughs> But they also find out, like, oh, the unicorn is magic. Yes. Like, the unicorn horn is magic. And so they kind of take advantage of that. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> like a magic wand. Yes. Yeah. Which would be pretty dope. hmm So. I think at that, I mean, like, at that point, that's when Lily's like, oh, I did fuck up. Yep. And now I have to put things right. Which the next, like, 20 minutes is her roaming around this winter wonderland now, being like, oh, I can't find the unicorns. But she's also, like, following the goblins to see where they're going. Yeah. Because she says she has to make it right. Yeah. So she's kind of tracking them to somehow get the horn back. Yes. But she doesn't know what she's going to do with it when she gets it back. No clue. Yeah. No clue. No clue. (laughs) And then Jack is kind of wandering around, and he's... I assume close to death because he's he just got out of the water. Mm-hmm. He's freezing. He's covered in glitter again. It's, <laughs> it's glitter. just like body It'll paint. It'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack is wandering around like some 90s club kid, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. He's in he's in like this really short rawhide like onesie. That yeah. comes up like past mid thigh, and he's always in this like squat position. There's some like interesting camera work there, so you don't get a shot of his crotch. But like <laughs> he's he's always just like squatted down, and he's woken up by Gump. Mm-hmm. Now, who would Gump be in the Legend of Zelda universe? Frankie Muniz. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I always thought Gump looked like Frankie Muniz. Um, I mean. Gump would just be another, like, forest dweller. Like, in some of the games, there's, like, forest children Mm -hmm. that are called, like, Kokiri. So, probably one of those. Okay. He's, like, the king of them. Because it it sounds like he, like, controls everyone. Yeah. And they do what he wants. Yep. But, yeah, he's but, he's like in power, but he's also the youngest looking one because everyone <laughs> yeah. else looks like they're like thousands a of years old. years old. Yeah. And Jack does not know who he is. Nope. Nope. Doesn't know who he is. Yeah. He gets introduced to a lot of people like Brown Tom and Screwball. And is it Una? Una. Una, which is a pretty dope mm-hmm. name. Not she's, Navi. What? Navi. <laughs> the, <laughs> is that the, the fairy, fairy from, from Zelda? From from Link, the Legend of Link. The Legend of Link. You know Zelda is the princess, yes. not 
the person you play. Yeah, that's as, why right? I called her Sheik. Is it Sheik? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Did you say that's why I called her Sheik? Yeah, because Zelda turns into Sheik in that one yeah. game. Uh huh. That's how I was able to like tell which one was which, Link, mm-hmm. Link or Zelda. Okay. Because I always thought Zelda was the was Link. Mm-hmm. So. Like, we're getting a little like, off track like here. a like, lot of people like a lot of people but <laughs> we get introduced to those characters brown tom and screwball mm-hmm. and una and i really like them mm-hmm. yeah they, they're like the comic relief mm-hmm. especially brown tom yeah, oh, yeah. he's got this elderberry brown Tom's great. <laughs> he's got like <laughs> the hat pops off he's, like, the, <laughs> he's, he's the drunk of the group <laughs> yeah. but this scene is where the theatrical version and the director's cut really yeah. takes a turn right Jesus. like it really splits what we saw in the theatrical version was jack essentially says this is what i did gump's like oh shit you let her touch the unicorn and they're like okay well we have to go make this right mm-hmm. let's drink a little bit we need some weapons we're gonna guard we're gonna guard this unicorn because they're right by it mm-hmm. yeah the mayor is gonna come back and we need to protect it mm-hmm. yeah but in the director's cut oh my god what happens so the director's cut drags this part out significantly longer. Gump gives us this crazy, insane face, which I'm sure you will see on our social at Makes Movie Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely be posted. Um, I definitely took a lot of screenshots of it. So <laughs> he's like, Shh. but so Gump shows up. Jack tells him that Lily touched the unicorn and that they fucked up real bad. She touched it, Gump, and. Gump is like, you are going to die. Gives him this fucking death stare. And he's just like, wait, if you answer this riddle, we'll let you live. And this whole part takes like, it feels like an eternity, honestly. Like I'm frozen in time like those villagers. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And he answers. And it's like, the, the riddle is, a bell that does not ring, but the smell makes angels sing. And it's flowers. Okay. Bluebells. So Gump freaks out, and then he's just like, you did it. Congratulations. Here's your prize. A new car. And <laughs> yeah. then they drink the elderberry wine. Yeah, it's like, we need a champion. And you're like, this is odd. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Lots of plays on his emotions. <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah. I guess I get some aspects of why the director's cut would be better than the theatrical, but I really don't. It's just, it's just so much extra stuff that's unnecessary. Like, mm-hmm. sure, if you, like world building and all that stuff maybe that's the better version to watch but but there's no character development in those parts that were even cut for the theatrical yeah it's just extra jargon ridiculous so after they decide to split up part of the group goes for weapons and brown tom is left to guard the the fallen the fallen unicorn yeah, at this point, it's like we get transported back. Like, Lily's still roaming and following the goblins at this point, which mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't make any sense why she would just go off and why she would leave Jack or, like, maybe she should return to the palace to get help. Yeah. Like, she I has, mean, probably has a whole army at her command. Yeah. Dad, Dad, I fucked up. <laughs> I accidentally got a unicorn killed. He's like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> um. He's got like three heads mounted on his wall. <laughs> Dumb bitch. <laughs> but at this point, the three goblins are trying to like take power and are living their best life, cooking a cat. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I was like, they're just roasting a cat. Pretty just sure those are rabbits. What? It looked like a cat. I would like to think that it's the cat from Nell's 
cabin because oh. there was cabin. a cat. There was a cat there when she met her the Damn, first that's time. Fucked up. Yeah, that's probably messed up. They're like, but we don't like- want these crumpets. Give me that cat. Be like, if you're a <laughs> goblin, you're gonna eat trash. So it's whatever. Mm, I gotta watch my figure. <laughs> I need my protein. I need my lean meats. <laughs> But they're talking all this shit and just being like, we can just turn this world into garbage and like live our best life. Why do we need to give it to darkness? We have it. We have the power. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've got a couple things about this scene. Like one terrifying as a child to have darkness, who is obviously this huge creature Mm -hmm. and like beast. He's like 10 feet tall. So he rules over the goblins, but like you can never really tell what he is in this scene. It's like he's the ghost of Christmas past. Future. Uh, future. future yeah. yeah. Where yeah. it's just like draped, but you can't even tell like an actual figure. So mm. it's just kind of like, oh, let's throw some sheets on a mannequin and just blow it in the wind. Yeah. Whenever they show its face, it looks like just like a bunch of compounded like foam. Yeah. It doesn't look that's like, like anything. glued together. It doesn't look like anything. I think it's just. I think they were going for more of it's like his projection, like it's his yeah. voice or it's one of his henchmen that he's working through. Because he doesn't, because he the can't mouth leave. Of Sauron. Yeah. Because <laughs> he can't leave that tree oh. because he's held there captive. Oh, that's right. He mm. can't go outside. Yeah. He cannot, he can't leave that area. So, no. yeah. um, but there's like, okay, so this is like a fantasy type movie and this is like a fantasy world. And it took me out of it when one of the goblins like basically steps towards darkness and is like, I have the power. Like, fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, darkness is like, um, I'm done. I'm over this. And you're going to die now. Mm. Basically makes the mummy come alive, which scared me as a child. Oh, yeah. That's freaky. And picks up the goblin and jumps into a hole, basically killing both of them, kind of. It kind of teleports them to darkness's lair yeah Yeah, which is just weird i think there's parts around the tree that lead to like uh cages Mm -hmm. so like it'll catch food for them gross but but it's weird because blunder the character that gets killed or trapped or whatever he says shit which is the only well except for damn and the it's the only curse word in the movie. Yeah. And then he says, adios amigos. That's what took me out like, of What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm in this fantasy like movie and I want to be immersed in it. And yeah. then it's like, adios amigos. And I, I think like, that's more for the kids. Mm-hmm. But like, and when they threw the horn, like Pox was like, Blix behind you. And like, he throws the horn he says and it's big like, D and I was like, and he's like, Duke. he's like, he's <laughs> like, there's a big d behind you (laughs) (laughs) oh boy you're like all right i i do think the reason why darkness is like so shrouded in this can we just call him big d from now on oh my god (laughs) big d dark energy what i think the (laughs) reason what I think the reason Big D is shrouded so much in this scene is because in the director's cut, you don't actually see him until he comes out of the mirror. So that whole opening scene in the theatrical version where he's like talking, Mm -hmm. like even before he talks to Blix, like you see him. He's the first thing you see. Yeah. So interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That scene was just really weird. But the next scene I really liked 
was it kind of like a little comic relief, but it was just it's kind great. of like it just it reminded so me of childhood a little bit. Is mm-hmm. when Lily one heard this plan, like what they're going to do with the unicorn um, horn, and that they actually need to kill both unicorns. Which I was like, why didn't they kill both of them while they were there? Well, they ran off as they soon did. as one got uh, shot. Well, oh, the other people can't <laughs> don't can't uh, poison the other one. What I'm just. Like, they couldn't shoot them both? Well, it was like a blow dart, so by the time he loads that thing up, they should have just had two ready to go. Yeah, they should have just had two. Anyways. But Big D tells the goblins (laughs) to go and capture the mare. So they have to go back to where... Yeah. Yep. And so for, I don't know how far away they were, but Lily turns, like, ends up turning around, running into the other unicorn mm. and running into Brown Tom and being like, hey, th- I did this, like, they're coming to get this other one. And he's, <laughs> what? He's just like, ah, you pretty girl. <laughs> like, he's not <laughs> listening to her like, ah. at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Want some of my wine. <laughs> <laughs> but ends up... Uh, Blix and Pox. Pox end up meeting them right there and shooting arrows. And Brown Tom is like deflecting them with a frying pan like a true yes. chef. Yep. And <laughs> he is just killing it. He's living his best life. And he's talking I, shit while he's doing it too. I, he's like, oh, I just love that shot home. where he's like jumping and like blocking <laughs> <in> slow motion. <laughs> But it's just one of those scenes that brought me joy. Like, it's still funny. Oh, yeah. I think that was probably dad's favorite scene, too. So great. But he ends up getting taken out for the time being. And then Lily and the unicorn are captured and taken to Darkness's lair. Yep. How Brown Tom was taken out. Was he took an arrow to his bottle of wine over his head so he (laughs) thought he was hit? He pretended to be dead. (laughs) Yeah. I'm dead for it. So everybody else shows up, um, and he tells them what is going on. So now they have to track them down and go get the mare back and the unicorn horn and save Lily. So now they have their their quest is like three. They get a lot. <laughs> yeah, they have a a grocery list filled with plenty of items <laughs> that they need to cover. Now, the very next place that they come to is the swamp. Yeah, right? well, yeah. They, I mean, they get the armor. But. Well. Yeah, it's like the next couple of scenes like move pretty fast in the, in the, the theatrical in the version. <laughs> because it's like, okay, we got to go save all these people. Then we're here. Then we're there. Now we're inside. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize how fast these things happened mm-hmm. during that time. But we come across the swamp and the bog, which... Okay, oh, wow. so, so in the meantime, Brown Tom was taken out and... Everybody else is searching for armor and weapons to kind of take on darkness, pretty much. I think really that all needs, that just needs to be said. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to talk about them getting the armor? No. I mean, the only, I know, but when you said it, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It feels like a fucking eternity in the director's cut because they show him going through this whole like cavern of oh. like jewels and shit. They don't and I'm show like, any of that. I know. Interesting. Jesus. Wow. Why didn't they leave that in? Oh, See, well. I always thought <laughs> it would be kind of cool if like he had to kind of fight something to get to his jewels, but he's just like, I can't go with you. And then you're like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> you're like, oh. You have to be purified. He just walks out. 
they see him go into a cave and that's like a shitty splice and he's coming out and he's like all adored with yeah. like yeah. his bottle cap tunic <laughs> <laughs> a helmet that's like fitting sideways do whatever you can do to cut costs i guess so yeah they I mean, smash bottle caps cool. that are like spray painted gold yeah i mean i Shit. thought it looked cool there's like a whole shtick with screwball it's always him being chosen to do tasks and yes. he makes us known of that he's always like why is it me <laughs> why is it always me and you know who plays screwball gwildor i can't remember his name billy barty billy barty who's yeah. also the uh the high wizard and the high old one yeah He's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, oh, yeah. He's Gil. You already said that. Goldor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so they come across this bog. They charge Screwball to find a path mm-hmm. to get across this bog. But he's captured by, what's her name? Bog a bog witch. witch? Yeah. But she has a name. Oh, I oh, you, Okay, whatever. Bog witch number one. <laughs> 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 and... I have to say, aside from darkness, this is probably the most intricate outfit in the movie. Yes. It is gorgeous. Yeah. All of the... uh, Back pustules? Sure. (laughs) The back pustules, the fingers, like you can see like all of the knobs on her phalanges and Mm -hmm. shit. That's a quote. Knobs on the phalanges. (laughs) (laughs) And she essentially pops up and wants to eat Jack. Because yeah. she's like, ew, elves taste like shit. Yeah. And she gets her head cut off immediately. In the theatrical version, in the director's cut, she talks for a long time. About and what? About Jack. And then Jack talks to her and she's like, ooh, you're so beautiful. Let me, like, woo you. And what? it's all to distract her so he can cut her head off. So they cut out that whole fucking chunk. Dang. I was like, he calls, it's like the bog witch calls him fat. Yeah. <laughs> what a fine fat boy you are. And you're like, wow, <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> like, if you're trying to sweet me up, I'm going to taste bitter because of that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he chops off her head and she, she is dies. sad about it. I mean, I guess she dies. What's funny. How would you not die without a head? I mean, she's screaming. When she gets her head cut off. That's, Ooh, that's but, a word. But the thing I noticed and always noticed when I was a kid is that after he cuts her head off, you can see her head is just bent down. She's just, yeah, just flat. And you can see the back of her head. So she's yeah. just like, oh, my head's gone. But it's not really. Does he take one swipe at her? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. one solid swing. Ah. Yuck. Yeah. Ah. But they get into the dark layer. And this is where. Things jump around a lot. I mean, Lily's yeah. being coaxed by darkness. Darkness is being a fucking creeper. And, and who is who? Sorry, who is darkness talking to at this time? Satan. So darkness okay. is talking to Satan. Darkness is not Satan, even though he looks he, like Satan. I thought he was Satan, and yeah. then when he started talking to this voice or the fireplace, I was like, "Is he talking to the fireplace?" <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Yeah, oh, darkness Satan. really lost his fucking marbles." <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I've been in this tree for 500 years. <laughs> Just start shooting. Yeah. But now he has like a side mission of he knows Lily is in his lair and Satan is telling him, oh, you need to woo her. She's pure of heart, but you two have some commonalities. She has like, you need to make her your princess, your bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You so, need to seduce her. Yep. You need to seduce her. So he, Lily's running around this dark fortress 
like barefoot clothes. and there's rocks everywhere yeah there's bones <laughs> shards there's shit all over but she's running around and like her clothes are like flowing behind her and she's you know it's she's it's in like a, a fucking music she's video, in a daze yeah. she's yeah. in a daze and i think she's also fucking scared to shit because it's yeah. like like as the other people are going through this place like you come across different rooms with like different things and there's some rooms that have like hidden bad people in them. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I'd be kind of terrified to stop running, mm-hmm. yeah. but she's also kind of in a daze. Like I chain up the horse, but then they just like, okay, go rub the <laughs> Stand halls. There. Like, and yeah. don't you fucking move. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're just like, I'll be back. <laughs> I won't tell you when. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. <laughs> I should tell you about the last person that walked away when I turned my back. <laughs> He's on that table getting chopped up right now. It's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> same guy. So the elves and Jack are walking around and they fall through like a trap door yeah. and get captured. So they are thrown in a pit with Blunder, who you thought was dead but is still alive. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gives them the lay of the land of like what's going on in this dark realm this dark place yeah he's also an elf too but he with a apparent chicken hand yeah apparently they mentioned in the director's cut again (laughs) uh, that that he was an elf and he went to seek adventure instead of being with the elves so i think he's like turning into a goblin which is why he looks the way he does oh okay interesting yeah because at first i was like oh it's just a glove to throw him off and i was like no i think his hand is like transforming into Mm. A goblin-esque hand, I guess. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But he's essentially like, we're going to be cooked. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, prepare yourselves. <laughs> Who's <that>. probably escaped? <laughs> <laughs> so the big cook that you saw at the beginning, chopping up the guy, comes in. Everybody hides underneath straw, but he picks up Blunder to like make him into a pie or some shit. Mm-hmm. So everybody is still trapped in this cage. <laughs> Una, the little fairy sprite person, starts coming on to Jack about how much she loves him and like kiss me and like I can be whoever you want. So she turns into Lily and awkward. Jack's like, yeah, a little <laughs> awkward. Again, glitter, glitter, glitter all over the place. <laughs> so whenever she turns from like human size to like her normal fairy size, there's like a poof of glitter. Like somebody just <laughs> threw it in from off camera, right? <laughs> You're on glitter. <laughs> You're on glitter. <laughs> this is like a five-gallon bucket. He's just like... Um, so Gump is not having any of this. He's like, Una, get us out of here. Give us the fucking keys. They get out. They decide to split up and find out where Lily is, where the unicorns are, and yeah. get out of there as quick as possible. Yeah. Lily, at this point, is still running around and then finds herself in darkness's like, inner sanctum. Mm-hmm. Like... Like his den, pretty much. Yeah. So alongside of like having to manipulate Lily, he's like, oh, she likes jewels. She's like dresses. She likes food, all this stuff. I just love that scene. Don't tell me that's all you're going to say. <laughs> no, I was going to say. <laughs> she likes jewels. She's like, she likes dresses. She's a basic bitch. <laughs> Doctors is like, oh, you like that Starbucks? I got that too. <laughs> you like that Starbucks? Um, I bought these Ugg boots. I can't wear them because I got cloven hooves, but they might fit you, baby. Well, I just like (laughs) noticing it what, like how I noticed it as a kid was like, ooh, shiny things and a shiny dress to noticing the detail that went into these outfits and to these jewels. Like she Mm -hmm. walks over to this area where it's just 
LED light, jewels everywhere, diamonds. The detail on it is like there's skulls on everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's little skulls, little like dark, creepy things. I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't notice that as a kid. It's like, why wouldn't it have that stuff on? He's like, I'm saying it's like right hand man. And you're like, oh, good, good, got it. So Lily's kind of being seduced by these materialistic things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. This I'll is be good. a dark queen. Yeah. Because she kind of joins with this like faceless form that's dancing around. Yes. And, and then that's like the final like push over the edge. Yeah. For yeah. her being evil. And that dance is significantly longer. And oh the director's is it? really. I mean, I wouldn't mind it's like that part. It's all being choreographed, long. and it, it's like watching a ballet. Yeah, I'd probably like that. Mm. I feel like that wouldn't be too bad because I like the dancing scene. But the they, music wasn't as sweet. Oh, dang. They have different music? Yeah, the Why score is different completely music? different. Because I don't so weird. Because Ridley Scott is extra as fuck. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, we're going to put new music in there. But yes, once she gets pushed over the edge, she transforms into her new dress and like her new look, black lipstick, black hair, all that stuff. And she looks in the mirror and the way they did like the special effects of darkness, like walking through the mirror, but it looks like it's coming out of like what she's wearing Mm. is really, really sweet. And then like we see the hoof. And stuff like that. It's just really trippy. The way it like crunches on the ground. Yes. It, when he steps out and hits the ground, it's like a 500 pound hoof. Yeah. 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 So freaking sweet. So it's like this sweet. boy thick. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thick boy. <laughs> Damn boy. <laughs> but it's, it's so sweet. Like he's just this huge muscular red bull demon creature yes that has these like two protruding like huge horns on his head he just wants to be loved too. which it's like if you're like man those horns look heavy guess what they were and they <laughs> caused tim curry to have a lot of fucking back problems oh, so he had to no. take like soothing baths every day oh no to not only relieve him from the stress of carrying that but also to remove the i think like eight to twelve plus hours of applying all of the extra muscles extra padding and stuff on his body prosthetics yeah that's crazy but the whole i thought they would have made the horns out of like foam or something they they eventually found a lighter alternative they're just like hey we whittled these fucking wood (laughs) horns for you to wear (laughs) be like these horns actual actually from an animal you're like why would you do that okay tim stand up (laughs) what first they were like solid and then they're like we should probably hollow these out yeah you think (laughs) it's like when the grinch puts the horde on to the dog and it just weighs them down they're like we got to come up with another plan (laughs) (laughs) they just saw if the entity looks like fucking (laughs) hellboy But at the, I mean, the whole point of it, it was for darkness to have a bride. Yeah. And he's horny as fuck. Gosh dang it. Yeah. Gosh dang it. But <laughs> during this time, like, sh- there's still some resistance. Lily doesn't want to be evil, but she's also kind of just a bitch, which kind of plays into like what darkness wants. Mm-hmm. It's just a, lo- a lot of back and forth between them, but we. They've searched everywhere, and they kind of hear this plan. Uh, they the all meet up. Plan. The whole plan of like <laughs> how to beat him, <laughs> kill the what unicorn. he's gonna do. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, and come up with this like amazing plan. I also enjoy this part because they have to get these giant reflective plates. Yes, mm-hmm. 
and set them up because darkness doesn't like light. You so can't, you can't tell me when you were a kid you didn't want to fucking throw those things around. Yeah, <laughs> like sweet. But also, I just really liked like these chefs are cutting up people, but they have a very organized uh, kitchen. Uh-huh. Like everything in this kitchen is like ten times bigger than it should be. There's not one dirty dish in that entire no, place. They keep a tight shift. They're like cutting up <laughs> bodies and just <laughs> keeping everything clean. Fucking it's like Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> this food, it's rotten. It is rotten. And that's it's great. <laughs> but they come up with this whole plan. Very, very reflective plates so they have to position these around the fortress without anybody finding out these plates are maybe eight feet around okay (laughs) eight eight foot diameter they're big so they have to haul one up to the top of this tree but it's like a smokestack so it's chimney okay whatever (laughs) tree chimney same thing (laughs) yeah whatever it's i mean they're it always looked like the top of a mountain. Yeah. It didn't really even look like a chimney. It was just like, oh, it's a mountain, but they're in a tree. What the fuck ever. They're yeah. in the clouds. There's the sun. Great. <laughs> Glitter. Bam. <laughs> so one elf is sitting up there with a plate, falls asleep. He's like the linchpin it's to the entire plant. Yeah. Who yeah. asks for permission to do this mission. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do it. And then he's it. like, I got to the top. And he's like, like patting his little forehead. And then uh-huh. he's just like. Uh. <laughs> just like passes the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, that was hard. So everybody's set up waiting for Screwball to position his plate just so to catch the morning ray of the sun to reflect it like a fucking laser. In, yes. Yeah, in weird genius. Hey, a laser! <laughs> oh, God. Seems like you die now. <laughs> to reflect this ray of light into the darkness's chamber to kind of take him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't think light works this way. Uh, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. In we, fantasy world it does. In fantasy, fantasy world, it does. world it does. But Una has to go up, flies up and wakes wakes him up. Man, she is mm. flying forever too. I was like, how far away? She's like is a little bubble that? when she flies. It's like in the uh in the theatrical version, they definitely play up the fairy sounds of her like when she like flies away and is like crying or whatever, it's just like, like when a fucking bee flies right into your ear. It's like, it's like that, but in the but in the director's cut, it's like barely there. Oh, interesting. And speaking about sounds, in the beginning of the movie, when the unicorns come into view, you kind of hear them. They sound like whales. That is exactly like what the sound is. <laughs> That is exactly what the sound is. They be land whales. It I was, was just like, why there. the hell do they sound like that? <sighs> okay. Ridley Scott's just like, horses are annoying as fuck. Turn them into whales. <laughs> 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 While they're setting up everything, this is where the character Darkness really shines. He's in the room with Lily, and he's kind of talking to her like somebody who hasn't talked to a girl ever Circle or in a really girl. long time. He's just like... <laughs> I just want you to sit and talk with me. With me. Is that and your tip, Curry? <laughs> is what I, I just realized that. I'd be like, is the that The diamonds. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Lily. Tim Curry doing an impression of a South African doing an impression of darkness from last <laughs> I am darkness homoka. <laughs> 
factors happening right now. So <laughs> he lives in the fucking lost city of Zinj. Yeah, right. So essentially, darkness is doing his thing with Lily, and she's not having it at all. Mm-mm. She's like, I'm not going to drink your fucking grape Kool-Aid. I'm not going to sit in your chair. That in the director's cut is like bubbling and trying to grab her. Oh, yeah, that's weird. like a like a symbiote suit. Yeah, kind of sweet. And he gets really pissed, but then she like plays it up. She's like, "No, I am evil now. Like, nah, I want to kill the unicorns." And he's just like, <gasps> he <laughs> he's does. like so fucking happy, and his voice kind of breaks. Yeah. He's like, "The shit is so hot right now." <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he did have that look on his face. He's like. <gasps> Then you're like, didn't need that. But still the greatest part of this movie is him. So Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're all lined up. Gump and Jack take up a location ready to shoot and kill Lily because Lily's already said that she wants to kill the last unicorn. Mm -hmm. Okay. The unicorn is drawn down. She has a sword over it. And Jack's like, no, I trust her. I believe in you, even though you fucked everything up from the beginning. (laughs) I told you not to touch the unicorn. You touched the unicorn. She raises a sword and darkness is like almost there. And she fucking brings the sword down on top of the chain, frees the unicorn. Okay. She's like, go right away. (laughs) away." And he backhands her. And this is the thing that always kills me (laughs) about movies where there's fighting, where people don't really know how to choreograph fights. He backhands her and she like turns the opposite way. Yeah. Like she's not really good. And at she it. and she just kind of falls down like, uh, like somebody just like farted in her face. It's like, no, you got backhanded by like an 80 pound hand. Like you would fucking fly back like Matrix style. Yeah. You'd be dead. And she's like, oh no, I fell down. <laughs> but he gets but darkness gets shot with like four arrows. Yeah, that was I mean, it's kind of sweet. I mean, they're sticking out of his neck and chest. Gump's like unloading on him. Yeah. Jack jumps down. And darkness. Breaks his crown. (laughs) (laughs) And Jill came tumbling after. (laughs) Oh, shit. So Jack jumps down. No, I'm not going to say it again. again. (laughs) So Jack jumps down off of the ledge, and the darkness runs right for him Mm -hmm. and pins him up against the wall with his two giant horns on either side. So they're face to face. Yeah. So during the fight, the elves are ready to essentially blast darkness with a ray of light. But Screwball is asleep on the top. So Una has to fly up there, and that's where you get your fairy sound. Like flying through this. (laughs) Up to the top, tries to wake him up. She's too weak. She can't lift the plate. Finally gets up. And as soon as, I guess, they get the plate in position, it's like, like this powerful ray of light hits the plate, goes through the corridors, blows open the doors to where the ceremony is being held and darkness just gets like a full face of light yes. pretty much and it blows him back into this wall father yeah protect me it <laughs> seems like peace <laughs> seems like oh, i'll get another one so another he, one so he gives <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> He gets blasted back, and the doors behind him open up to, I guess, which is like the realm of darkness, because it looks like outer space. Yeah, you can see stars and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is where Ridley Scott was like, you know, 
if I blasted an alien out of out into outer space, I can blast darkness out the outer <laughs> space because he gets shot with an arrow again after his giant speech of like, you can't get rid of me. I'm darkness. If you like light, you need to have the opposite. I'm mm-hmm. always going to be here. He's like, boom, gets shot into outer space and like falls turning just like the queen alien in aliens. <laughs> Looks the exact same. And there's really nothing to do. So everybody kind of gathers up. And now uh, Blunder is with the elves. Mm-hmm. So he's good now, but he's part goblin. This is where the song. <laughs> Sorry. What? The way. So when the light is first blasting through. Yeah. Blunder is standing in front of the doors. Yeah. To he's like the final blast. area where darkness is. The way they cut that just looks like he just gets incinerated yeah. by the light. <laughs> he's like, oh shit. <laughs> He's just fucking vaporized. Just bright as light. Because the doors explode and yes. he's not there. So it's like, it's like, well, bye, Blunder. <laughs> Mr. Random quotes that are in Spanish for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some megas. It's like, yeah. all right. Mm. But everything's good now. Yeah. They, well, they take the horn back to the fallen unicorn and they just. Put some tacky glue on it. They just stick it together, (laughs) and you see like a little flash, and like, oh, I'm okay. So that's like the whole power source of the unicorn. It would be funny if they like walked up to the unicorn and just like tried to stick it back on, and it just fell off. They're like, damn, I don't know why I thought that would work. (laughs) Nobody's ever uh, tried to stick a horn back on a unicorn before. Why did I think this would be okay? And there's just like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) It just goes on a murderous rampage and gores everybody. It's <laughs> <laughs> like three elves stuck on its horn. It's like <laughs> shaking it off. Anyways, the unicorns are reunited. They run off. Jack walks away with Lily because then they show him coming up through the water again mm-hmm. with the ring. So like he came up through the water and nothing happened. So it's like they were almost transported back in No, he in dives time. back in. He dives back back into the water or he already had the ring he no. didn't he didn't get the ring the first time he dove in yeah so he has to dive back into the water <laughs> surprise oh fuck <laughs> i know it seems just seems this is where i just, just assumed that i knew weird. what was going on even though i picked this movie. oh god Spiegel is just like <laughs> he's fading <laughs> we need to get him to my father <laughs> do you have king's foil <laughs> shut up <laughs> Fucking Singleton's about to turn into a wraith. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, so we're at Darkness's palace, and he's horny, and uh, hey, what's happening? God, stop saying that. Um, spells <laughs> yawning. Stop fucking yawning. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I'm yawning. <laughs> Oh my god! And almost there. Uh, sorry, guys. We we really do love the movies that we talk about. Just this one was a fucking chore for me. But like, darkness is vanquished. Good conquers evil. Correct. Jack and Lily walk off into the sunset. That's where you see a rainbow, and they look <laughs> back towards the woods, and you see all the elves and the fairy and Una's there and whatnot just between these two trees and it's like this is where i thought does jack leave the forest to like go marry lily maybe i, I don't guess know so 
Okay. We don't really have like a follow up, which I kind of wish we did. Like, are they gonna get married or not? You want a sequel to this movie? I don't need a sequel. I just want like maybe an end credit. It's just called. I want closure. (laughs) (laughs) I want closure. You guys get married or what? Yeah, but he leaves the woods behind. He's taking Lily back to the palace, either to marry her or just. You know, hey, your daughter was in the woods and she fucked up and I made it. <laughs> your daughter's you in the woods. Yeah. Your daughter was in the woods. I found her. All fourth is head. <laughs> um, and that's it. Yeah. But we then we get loved by the sun this entire like ending the last like three minutes of this Yeah, movie. the sun does come up behind them. Uh, the yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty dope song. The ending two songs are amazing. Other than that, they walk off into the sun and it just ends. That's it. Yeah. That's and the credits roll. Happens. So, mm-hmm. but you hear darkness laughing at the end. Like he's going to be back. Yeah. He's like, hello. He's like, okay. And that's he's the thing. Eternal. He is eternal. Light is eternal. Darkness is eternal. It's a forever battle. So in movies like this, where good always conquers evil, evil always comes back. Yeah. And the whole thing about the legend of Zelda, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> is that each game, well, as Nintendo puts it, each game is a reincarnation of the princess of legend, the hero of legend, and the ultimate evil. Okay. So everyone's a descendant of each other. That's so like Link the whole thing. And, so Link and Zelda and Ganon in this game, the very next game, it's like their descendants. Yeah, from like a thousand years ago. Oh, huh. okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. But some people gripe with that canon. That that uh Nintendo put out, I don't really care. I think it's cool. I like the world building aspect of it, but yeah. okay. Unfortunately, this movie has no world building. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, not what. It's either a nasty, smelly bog or a forest where if you have allergies, you will die in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> because Jesus Christ, gotcha. Yeah, obviously some of it was on set, but some of the some of the landscape shot no it was all on like studio property oh geez they built those sets like when they're looking back towards them at the very end that's not a real forest it looks well, like that, they're just standing outside well that one specific shot i'm not sure but literally the rest Everything of it, else they, was on they set. built forests okay interesting yeah it i mean i have the blu-ray of it and i've watched the special features of it and they <coughs> built every fucking thing jeez Okay. It's so intense. Like all the streams, all the bodies of water, yeah. all sets. Nice. Well, I mean, it was my choice. <laughs> and I'll stand by it. Um, you better. It you better. It didn't live up to my memory mm-hmm. of when I first saw it. I'm sure it is a good movie. And just like reading some people's reviews, it's like you either like it or you don't like it. Yeah. I have a couple friends who, like, love this movie. Yeah. Like, it's in the same realm as, like, Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. But it's also those movies, that, yeah, if you didn't grow up with it, chances are you probably wouldn't mm-hmm. like it. And I would say I, w- I would watch this again just because I love everything Tim Curry's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. I mean, it's, it's such a pretty movie to look at. Like, story yes. aside. No story at all. It's like <laughs> really fucking Don't want to hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... As pretty as it is, I really don't know if I'd ever recommend it to anyone. I mean... I'd reminisce with people who've seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, like, what movie are you talking about? And I'd be like, don't worry about it. 
What are you guys talking about? We're going to find that movie, don't. It's like I preemptively know that they're going to talk shit about it and be like, thank you for recommending a shitty movie to me. And I'm going to have to be like, well, it's different if you grew up with it. Just avoid the whole thing. Just avoid. (laughs) What'd you think, Isabel? I liked it. The dialogue I could have done without. Um, The rhyming goblins could have done without. (laughs) But all in all, I had fun watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So it just like there were some scenes I was like, this just doesn't make any sense. But Mm -hmm. I would also recommend it to people. So it's fun fantasy. So you're going to do that to your friends? Yeah, I probably You're would. going to do that to your friends. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the end of my pick. It's in the books. And moving on, it's Isabel's turn. It's my turn. For the next movie. I think you spent the last 20 minutes looking up a movie, so hopefully you get I, some clues. I actually had this idea weeks ago, but I forgot about it, and then I remembered it, and I was like, perfect this is what i'm doing so my clues are ice cream truck gold chain and cornflakes oh my god friday yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow i was like this i always loved it it's also like i also saw all the other ones like with friends in high school yeah like it just Oh, Friday is such a good movie. What's up, Big Worm? (laughs) (laughs) Big Big Perm? I mean, Big Worm. (laughs) So, it's just, yeah, I think it's a movie that I didn't really understand, like, when I was young. Mm -hmm. But I watched it, and then when I got older, I'm like, oh, my God, this makes so much more sense now. Yeah. I have not seen this movie in years. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've seen it. But I've gone on, like, a rush hour like kick so mm-hmm. i've watched all the rush hours and i was like man they're making another one they're making four Ugh. i didn't care for the third one i, I kind of saw it once and i fell asleep. i kind of skipped through it but like one and two are great like, oh yeah they're so good so hopefully four is great but i was just like rush hour two the pinnacle of cinema in general what <laughs> why did you say i fucking love that movie I and mean, i could quote great. that movie like the back of my hand yes it's a very <laughs> quotable movie but also, it was just like, oh, I want to see more things with Chris Tucker. And then I was like, oh, Friday. Friday. <laughs> nice. Okay, good choice. So, Can't wait yeah. to talk about that one. <laughs> it's going to be fun. No, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I have stopped watching Willow because the last bad? episode I watched, I fucking hate it. Like, what makes it so bad that it's not even palatable? It's, it's, I just, started. it's just not fun. Like, okay. you think about the original movie. It's an it's, adventure. Yeah. And this one is also an adventure, but you don't really care about any of the characters. Willow seems like he hasn't changed from the first movie. Like, he's still a struggling sorcerer. He hasn't learned anything. But apparently he has. He's just kind of like a curmudgeon now. But he's (laughs) like a curmudgeon that didn't learn. I didn't even, I don't even think they've talked about it. Like, his daughter has grown up. Mm Mm-hmm. His son isn't there. His wife isn't there. So they haven't gotten into what happened oh. with the Nelwins. That's weird. But then all of the characters are just assholes. It's like a shitty D&D campaign. And I just don't care about anything that happens in that show. Oh. And I just stopped. And I am really easily entertained yeah. by things. I mean, you even watched the like Lord of the Rings series. Okay, I'm sorry, well, I you're didn't saying like that it. like they're on equal ground. I didn't like it. 
You don't like Lord of the Rings? I did not like the series. I love the movies. Wait. I didn't like the cartoons. The fellow what? What are you talking about? You she liked talk- the Lord of the Rings movie. The Prime. She didn't like the, the Prime. Amazon Prime show. Okay, well, you were just saying Lord of the Rings, so. I mean, isn't it Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But thank you for your input, Nicole. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She was like, Rings of Power! <laughs> <laughs> she comes running down the stairs like, hey, 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 hey. I thought I was going to like it. Like, there were some cool scenes, but I... No, I don't like that Lord like, of the Rings sitcom, whatever it's called. <laughs> She's like, you bitch! Every scene transition is just like the Seinfeld, like, bass pluck. <laughs> but yeah, Willow is just not good. I can't recommend it to anyone. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's like it's that not. show is a no-brainer, and it makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Well, even I think Mel was talking about she stopped watching it. And she messaged you yeah. about... <laughs> she was like, why? Why is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, message Taylor about stuff. I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. I don't know. And I'm just like, just don't. It's Just don't even go and do it. Taylor knows how to keep it hot in his house. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know this episode was probably a hard slog for some people. I know it was for me. I know I chose it talking about it, getting through it. But if you like what we've done here, if you don't like what we've done here, or if you like what we've done in the past, please let us know by leaving us a comment on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, and message us on Instagram. If you have any movie suggestions about when you were a child, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And as always, got to give a huge warm shout out to Damien Carter for letting us use his music just hanging out. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Damien Carter. Bye, Damien <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Damien Carter. You're me. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a party. Bluebells, which, Ooh. and then freaking Gump has a ginger tantrum. Say that again. <laughs> Tarantula a denture tantrum. tantrum. <laughs> a denture tantrum. <laughs> I got it, Gump. And then Gump has a... I don't know how to say it. Tantra? Temper tantrum. Oh, my God. Have I been saying it wrong this entire time? You've probably been saying a lot of stuff wrong. Okay. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Bingleton. (laughs) The Magala jungle. (laughs) That was correct. The Oh My Golly jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... Oh, fuck. <coughs> Damn. That was funny. <laughs> let's get, let's Bagel stand, tip. let's. <laughs> you were talking about oh, the yeah, director's Gump. cut. So Gump freaks out. And has <laughs> attention. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Do you it again. It me. was me. No, I started laughing. I'm sorry. I'm going to mess it up. Just continue. Temper tantrum. Tantra. <laughs> you know when you have a temper? Temper. Temper tantrum? Tantrum. I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it anymore. <laughs> it's out of my vernacular. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. No, we're, we're past. Or I can say it. No, you're fine. Just move on. Okay.